news and interviews from your community every morning on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Setter, our fabulous producer. We always appreciate his help and hard work. Matt Catrillo is our news director, keeps feeding us information about mishaps and slowdowns and all the things you need to know for your morning commute. On the news line with us now, I'm so glad. To, uh, I always feel inspired when I get a chance to talk to her, and uh, she's helped me to be just a, good, a better worker, and that's just from conversation. So uh, Diane Weller's on the line, Diane Weller Coaching. She's a personal coach, a speaker, uh, uh, see a personal and business coach, and uh, I see now a new thing I haven't noticed before, uh, Chief Encouragement Officer. So welcome on board, Diane. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, Mark. I do appreciate it. You are quite welcome, and thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. A chief encouragement officer. Tell us about that. That's a great great, uh, title to look into. Yes. So, you know, for, for many years, people have told me, you have such an encouraging way, or you have an encouraging smile. And I started thinking about that, and and really came to realize that, yes, in most all of my communications, I am helping people to have that positive mindset and truly encouraging them. So why not adopt the title Chief Encouragement Officer? Well, and you're not one of these people that's unrealistically optimistic. Uh, I think realism is sort of your, your your stick because you talk to folks about the situation they're in and, and sort of their values and, and how their responses can probably try to, uh, you know, affect certain kinds of outcomes in their life and, and how they can take action to make things happen. But I think it's sometimes it just seems as though when I've heard you speak to teenagers, particularly teenage girls, you just say, hey, you are ultra-valuable and super worthy, and that's probably where you get that in sort of that encouragement uh, mindset. Absolutely. We we all are born with our own unique, what I like to call, giftedness. And, you know, that is the mission that I am on, Mark, to help people find their unique giftedness. Well, the last time we spoke was probably a couple of years ago after the wood mode closed down and you offered a lot of free services to those individuals as part of your outreach just to be a, you know, just to be a good person in the community and to assist them. So uh, it's time for a check-in. I, I guess it's these major milestones in our society that lead to you and I get to talk again. Now it'll be the pandemic. We're in post-pandemic time. So uh, tell us uh, how might one in the world reflect on their post pandemic going forward yeah so it's about you know looking at the that the challenges that the pandemic has brought us and not only the pandemic but any other new challenges in in one's life and I'd like to start by you know saying that challenge is generally rooted in change and change produces fear Okay, Fear is a scary thing, but the piece of wisdom I'd like to share this morning is that the best way to fight fear is with information. You know, fear happens because there is something unknown to us. 
So again, get out there, find the information you need to help suppress that fear, get the answers to your questions. And, you know, it's important that we face challenges. Here again, I'm going to talk about a positive mindset. Face challenges with a positive mindset in order to have a positive result. You know, the good news about challenges, uh, the benefit of challenges is that they, you know, keep us humble and make us stronger. And they truly do open the doors for creativity and new ideas. There's a great area of work out there called positive intelligence. And I'd like to point the listeners this morning to the website positiveintelligence.com. And this body of work is all about how we self-sabotage ourselves, how we allow our thoughts to self-sabotage us and hold us back. And on this website, again, positiveintelligence.com, you can take a free saboteur assessment to, to learn what your saboteurs are. A few other points about, you know, facing new challenges. Use your time wisely. Now, the good news about time is every one of us gets 24 hours every day. Nobody gets more than 24 hours. Nobody gets less than 24 hours. And so I always like to encourage people to, every time you rise in the morning, ask yourself this question, what will it be today? Because if you don't answer that for yourself, somebody else surely will. And lastly, uh, you know, in regard to facing challenges, no matter the role or roles that you're in, mother, father, CEO, small business owner, manager, self-care is number one. And with self-care, it's so important to take time to be still. We need to slow down, be still, be with our thoughts, Take time to think about, you know, what is happening around you and welcome the help and support of others. And we'll talk about, you know, help in a bit. And then lastly, structure and consistency is so important when meeting new challenges. Where feasible, of course. You know, today there are new family routines that need to be created. Um, communicating in new ways remotely so those are, you know, just a few ideas of how to face these new challenges today. Well, I try to try to stay hopeful around here. During the pandemic, we, if something came up or some dilemma, I would always say there's, we we don't have problems. We just have solutions. So we just have to find the solution. It's got to be here somewhere. This is an opportunity to find some new solution somehow and to kind of work through the issues that exist. Will you talk about the six people you need in your corner. So let's talk about these uh, six helpful people in our lives. Yes, I'd, I'd love to. And and this actually comes from uh, Jessica Hagee, who wrote an article for Forbes um, quite a number of years ago, actually. Uh, but it was just so good, I decided it's a keeper. 
So when we think about helpful support forms, we think of mentors, we think of coaches, we think of consultants, all titles that we are very familiar with. The six people that she identifies, the label she gives, are instigator. We all need an outside instigator in our life. And this is the person who's going to push and motivate and really make you think. We also need the cheerleader, that huge fan and evangelist for us and, you know, of our work. Uh, thirdly is the doubter. Now, this is the person who's going to play the devil's advocate, you know, the person who's going to ask the hard questions and help you to see problems before they arise. Uh, fourth, we have the taskmaster. Now, this is the voice that demands that you get things done. You might think of it as your accountability partner or your a, a term I like to use today, and I actually have one uh, myself, is my accountability buddy. Number five is the connector. This is the person or persons who help you find new avenues and, and allies. And six is the example. This might be a mentor. This is the, the mentor, the, your hero, the person you seek to emulate. So again, we have the instigator, the cheerleader, the doubter, the taskmaster, the connector, and the example. And that is such a good way to look at it because there are words that for even the person or persons who are not familiar with the concept of mentoring or coaching, they are labels that we can really attach to and understand. Well, they might not, they certainly wouldn't all be the same people. I think in the past, maybe we would talk about, I mean, I would personally just think, okay, you know, folks might benefit from a mentor, but that might just be an individual. Don't think that the, now you have everybody you need in your corner. Tell me about the doubter. <laughs> I don't, I don't need anybody that's kind of holding me back. So explain that. Yeah. So again, this is the, the person who, who plays the devil's advocate. So they're, they're listening to your ideas, but they are helping you to see where there might be uh, some, some fault in your ideas um, or, or some gaps that, that need closed. Uh, like, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's the person, I, I envision a, a person with, with natural t talents of strategic and deliberative, uh, perhaps, you know, good, good judgment, again, they can help you to see the problems before they arise. All right. And let me ask you one last question about the pandemic. A lot of folks now aren't interested in going back to, to work. Of course, child care schooling and uh, safety were factors initially. But now some are saying, well, I don't need to necessarily work as hard. You know, maybe I don't need to be in the workplace. I can do more. If, I can do more, uh, you know, if I have more time or just be more content. Uh, you and I have, talking about, have spoken about contentment in the past. Your observation of this phenomenon in the U.S. now where lots of folks aren't going back to work right away, at least not as diligently? It, 
Yes, and my response to that, Mark, is, and I'm going to use a quote here from Peter Drucker, uh, the father of, of modern management, who sadly has passed a number of years ago, but his quote being, the best way to predict the future is to create it. That's Each one of us has that power to create our, our future, so what steps are we going to take to help mold that future? So, that is the point. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Oh, no, I'm just going to say you please continue, finish your answer. And then an additional comment, you can have another moment uh, to wrap up. Uh, yes, and and so when we when we think about you know creating new opportunities and making those decisions about re returning to, to work or not, um, you know one of the the great opportunities that has come from the pandemic is that we have discovered new ways of working. Um, many new discoveries ha have been made. I just last month I, I participated and actually spoke at um, the annual conference of PennAce, uh, that being the Pennsylvania Association of Colleges and Employers. And what I heard is that today employers are listening more closely to employee ideas, their needs, and their concerns. So the time is prime for employees to be their own advocate and offer ideas to their employers that truly create win-win, you know, solutions. And I imagine that, you know, the, pan the, the pandemic has caused much confusion for folks today in regard to their careers. Um, you know, what do I do next? And so I would like to offer a really powerful question that all folks can ask, that they can pose to their trusted mentors or friends, and that is, how does the world need to use me? I actually posed that question to a trusted friend and mentor of mine a few months ago. I said, how does the world need to use Diane Weller? That gives the opportunity of new ideas coming, you know, from the lens of somebody outside of yourself. It, it's a question that can prove to be very fruitful. All right. Well, that is a great stepping off point. Please uh, do stay in touch uh, and let us know about links about the, some of the articles you've written. We'll add that to our archive to make sure folks can link on that. DianeWellerCoaching.com. Diane, thank you so much for checking in. We'd love to have you back in the studio, so we'll do that in the months ahead, and we'll talk about more of these uh, these uh, opportunities that exist on our horizon, some of which we have to create and some of which uh, might just happen for us. So thank you very much. You're quite welcome, Mark. We appreciate that. Diane Weller on the line. We met her speaking to the Soroptimist Clubs when they would have uh, their uh, opportunities for young girls uh, to hear inspiring messages. Diane Weller coaching. But uh, we also talked to her a couple of years ago when she was helping wood mode workers uh, kind of get their... Uh, 
get their careers restarted or decide what was next for them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we always appreciate talking to her. Diane Weller, coaching.com.